So good morning on this last Sunday of 2020. We've been looking through a series called The Thrill of Hope. And today I want to talk to you about Christ in you, the hope of glory. Charlie Chaplin, whom you will not find in the scriptures, had this to say, you'll never find a rainbow if you're looking down. So for hope, we look up. Christopher Reeve had this to say, once you choose hope, anything is possible. And if there was a man who needed hope, it was Christopher Reeve. And so we look for hope at this time of the year. We can look back and see how Christ has been with us. Psalm 39 verse 7 in the New Living Translation says, My only hope is in you. And so where are we looking for hope? We find hope in God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27 says, To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That scripture verse, Christ in me, the hope of glory, has been one of the verses that I've hung on to throughout this year. As, as we have faced different uh, situations and circumstances like so many other people, and I have to keep reminding myself that Christ in me is the hope of glory. I could be, get caught up and think about all the things that are going on around about us, follow all the negative points, watch all the negative news broadcasts, read all the negative social media, but instead I chose to focus on God. Christ in you, the hope of glory. I don't know about you, but for us, for Daphne and I, we have found 2020 to be a year in which we have had to exercise hope time and time again. One of the things that having a hope in God reveals to me is that I matter to God. You matter to God. 1 John 3 verse 1 says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. And that is what we are. And the reason the world does not uh, know us is that it did not know Him. My friend Paul, writing to the church in Rome, had this to say, but God demonstrates His own love for us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. It's amazing that if I step back and I look at my past and I go back many, many years, I have to find and look hard to find why somebody like God would die and give his son and lavish his love upon me. The good news is found in John chapter 3 verse 17. We all know verse 16, but verse 17 we don't often hear, which says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. There is our hope. Our hope is found in him. 
Jesus Christ in me, the hope of glory. And I stop and I ask myself the question, so why? Why do I matter to God? Do I matter to God? And the answer is yes, I do matter to Him. To the extent that Jeremiah wrote about what God has for me. In 29 verse 11 in Jeremiah it says, For I know the plans I have for you. That's me. And it's you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. We matter to God. You matter to God. I matter to God. Isn't it amazing that in this time that we have faced during 2020, um, in this whole pandemic, in the lockdown, our hope is found firmly in Jesus Christ. Not in the government solutions, not in financial solutions, but in Christ Jesus. The second thing I want to talk about this morning in terms of the hope is that hope in God enables you to see yourself as a difference maker. I never ever ever thought that I was worthy of making a difference to anybody or having any impact on any given situation. But once Christ came into my life, I found these words that Luke penned in Acts chapter 2 from verse 1 to 4. I found them so uh, encouraging and uplifting. It said, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind uh, from heaven came and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. What I found so encouraging was that I'm part of the each and the all. The Holy Spirit came to rest on each of them and all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit comes and indwells us and fills us, we can be change makers. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58 says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. We can make a difference through what we do. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 and 10 says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. When the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we can be difference makers. Right in the very situation where you may find yourself today, you can be a difference maker. In your home, at home, just by changing one or two behavior things, you can be a difference maker 
in our wider family here within Grace Covenant Church, you can be a difference maker. And we'll hear more about that perhaps a bit later on. With the Holy Spirit in you, you can be a difference maker. The third thing that we learn this morning uh, about hope in God is Christ in you means you have a spiritual gift. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7 and 11 says, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. That means it's not for yourself, it's for the good of everybody around you, in your home, in your workplace, in the life of the church, your family at the church. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one just as He determines. And so I want to encourage you today, find your gift that the Spirit has given you. You may say to me, Mike, how do we find what our spiritual gift is? How, how do I find this out? Well, I learned over years that the best way to find out what my spiritual gift is is by the process of elimination. And so I wasn't sure if I could have a prophetic word. Does good God be able to speak through me? And so the first time I was able to bring a prophetic word, I was overseas and uh, one of the team guys who was leading the group that was over there, Ian McKellar, uh, called all the guys that were with him on the team at that stage to come forward and when we were at the front he said now turn around and face the congregation face the congregation and then he said to the congregation now come and stand in front of any one of these people they will have a prophetic word for you my goodness talk about being thrown in the deep end but this is the goodness of God one of the gentlemen that came to stand in front of me was an elderly gentleman probably 20 years older than me at that stage and he about six months prior to this had lost his wife and I didn't know any of this and God gave me a word for him that said that he's God has seen that he has been mourning and that he needs to know that God has a new partner for him I mean that's going out on the limb I'm glad I did not know his circumstances a year later we were over at an equip in, in, in Holland and this guy was there and he came running up to me and he said Mike I want to introduce you to my fiance that's the goodness of God that's what happens when your hope is in him that when you speak out and you're speaking under the unction of the Holy Spirit that God will bring it into being find your gift by the process of elimination it might just be serving in the local church. It might be helping here at Grace Covenant Church on a Sunday morning with a setup, um, with during this lockdown period, ushering people to their seats that have been booked, um, or helping serve refreshments after the service where we're allowed to. Find your gift. There is a hope in Christ that can come out through you as you find your gift and serve others. The fourth thing I want to share with you about hope in God is that it enables us to achieve more together than by ourselves. Uh, you may have heard the expressions uh, during uh, the last year um, with, this, with this pandemic. 
of how lonely people get and how they battle. This hope in God enables us to achieve more together than by ourselves. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 14 to 20. It's quite a lengthy passage, but I'm going to read it to you uh, this morning. And Paul writing says, Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. I hope you notice that. It's made up of many. We all together make up the body. Now, if the foot should say, Because I'm not the hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all in one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. Can you just picture what our church building would look like if the only ones that built it were plumbers we would not have thatch on the roof we'd have a row of toilets because plumbers work with toilets and other uh, plumbing things if everybody that worked on this church were just electricians we'd have a whole lot of poles with wires floating through the air but no we are a body and each one has a part to play in the body. Christ in us, the hope of glory. And hope in God enables us to achieve more together than by ourselves. Are you today prepared as we look back on 2020 and we look forward to 2021 to say, Lord, I will be used in whatever way you want me to use because I am part of your body and I will serve you through serving the body. The fifth point I want to talk about with Christ in us, the hope of glory, is serving and helping others brings greater satisfaction than you could find anywhere else. Here's the interesting thing. People think often that serving is an onerous thing to do. That uh, that's all that the church wants you to do is to get involved and do stuff. But that's not true. What actually is happening when you serve within the greater family is that you are being, the, being offered the opportunity to enjoy greater satisfaction than you can get anywhere else. They used to talk, and I think they still do, in terms of drug addicts getting their, a rush on their drugs. I want to tell you the best rush you can get at the moment is in touching the lives of others. Serving others brings you satisfaction. To experience more, begin serving. Help someone. Reach out to somebody. Daphne and I live in a retirement village. There are many folks there that are widows or widowers um, and are lonely. It would amaze you to find out how their spirits perk up when Daphne does her rounds and visits and encourages the ladies 
Um, and on my walking around there, I'm able to stop and talk to people, how it builds them up. You see, it's not just for their good. Because I want to tell you that both Daphne and I look forward to having contact with those folk who are lonely. So I want to challenge you, what about you? There are many lonely folk in this world. There are many lonely folk that probably live in the same street as you. People you have never met. I want to encourage you today to make a resolution, not a New Year's resolution, but a resolution before God that you will go out of your way to, to help and to serve others. And I can just tell you this one thing. You will get a greater joy out of it than the people that you serve and uh, that you help. There is no greater rush than touching the lives of others. One of the very first messages I heard preached in Victoria Falls in Zimbabwe by my friend uh, Vincent Dube. Um, he preached from Daniel chapter 2 verse 28. And uh, what it says there is there is a God in heaven. And I want to challenge you today. Put your trust in this God, the God in heaven. When you do that, you will find hope. You will find relief. Most of all, when you put your trust in him, you will find Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the one who brings you hope. Paul writing in Galatians says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. May I just ask you this question in, in uh, concluding today. Is where do you look for your hope? Where do you try and find hope? Many people try the lottery. Many people try um, and buy themselves hope. At the end of the day, the only place you will find true hope, true satisfaction, is in the God who you find in heaven, the one that Daniel spoke about. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Will you reach out to him today? Let's pray together. Father God, we come to you in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We ask you, Lord, to um, continue to lavish your love upon us. And in doing so, Lord, may the spark be reignited. Um, may we fan into flame that deposit that you've put in us. May we once again experience Christ in us, the hope of glory. That we might um, be change makers in this world because of the hope of God that we have in us. Father, we ask that um, we might become more aware of our spiritual gifts, and that we might exercise our spiritual gifts, demonstrating the hope that we have in you. And Father, we, we just pray as well that uh, as we hope in you, that we together with you and with our fellow believers 
will be able to go so much further than if we try to do it by ourselves. And so Father, we at the end of this trying year, we come to you and we recommit ourselves to serving you wholeheartedly, that we too might be able to answer like Daniel did, there is a God in heaven. And so we commit ourselves to you. We say thank you for having your hand upon us and that we've been able to share in the thrill of hope over this past year. In Jesus' name we thank you. Amen.